the man, the myth, the legend. This is legendary B-Hops with the Crew 153 Fantasy Football Podcast. Today's topic is week number eight in review. I'm going to start off um, to start off with the usual suspects. Um, they had a, um, a matchup against next in line, Hair Jordan. The usual suspects came in there with a 5-2 record. Next in line, Hair Jordan was a 2-5-1 Projection for the usual suspects was 121, and next in line here, Jordan was 117. Um, key performance for the usual suspects was Tom Brady had 33, AJ Brown had 31, Tyler Lockett had, had 120, and for the next in line, um, here, Jordan, um, Cooper Cup had um, 24, and had uh, several pedestrian performances. Devontae Williams, 6. Devin Singletary, 3. Justin Jefferson had 4. And he was a suspect, 1 um, in, in, in a big margin, 140.5 to 88. Um, after the game, I got, after the matchup, he was a suspect, after they beat Nixon had Jordan, I got a chance to um, catch up with the, with, with, the, with the owner, which is Corey. And I asked Corey, um, what was the key to beating next line hair Jordan rather easily? And Corey stated the following. Well, B-Hops, it came from a stellar performance for my receivers and Tom Brady doing what he does. We have been consistent at finding, finding a way to put up points. This week was no different. If we take care of business on our end, we give, us, we give ourselves a, a great chance to win every week. Sounds like a fantasy football owner that has a lot of confidence in, in his team, and he's ready for that playoff push. Um, the next game um, was um, Young Conley, um, owner John John, played um, Hinkle McRinkleberry. Um, Young Conley came in um, the game as a 20-point underdog. Hinkle McRinkleberry was 121 projection, Young Conley 101. Both teams came into the game with a four and three record. So this was a pretty um, pivotal game in the standings. And um, Young Conley still has Russell Wilson out. So he had to go with Carson Wentz, who got him 24. The rookie running back, Najee Harris, was solid at 20. And then um, Mike Williams has been, um, the last three out of four games, he has not been very good fantasy-wise. He had three. Travis Kelsey had four, and he also had a fumble. Um, for um, for Hinkle McRinkleberry, um, Matthew Stafford led them with 30. Austin Eckler had 24. Melvin Gordon had 18. And um, Hinkle McRinkleberry won the game 108.5 to 90.5. I got a chance to um, catch up with Hinkle McRinkleberry who's the owner, was Eddie the Guru after his, after his win. And I asked Hickam and Rickaberry, what, what went well for you as, you as you was able to beat Young Conley? And he simply stated he played two guys who got zero. And I will touch on that later on in, in, later on in, later on in another segment. All right, the next game, um, another marquee matchup, two teams, four and three. Legendary B Hobbs um, taking on Team Blake. Team Blake is the owner is um, is Stephen. And going into the game, um, 
it, it was it was deemed to be a a a a, a good game going in. Legendary Behinds was um, projected 129, Team Blake 122. So we was looking at a at a at a good game. And some key performances for um, legendary B. Hobbs team. For legendary, legendary B. Hobbs, Michael Pippen had 30. Jonathan Taylor had 21. Cordero Patterson had 17. Tyreek Hill had 27th. And some more key performances as I'm going to dive a little bit more in, into this game right now. This segment, um, the state of defense, uh, legendary B. Hobbs played, picked them, up off, picked them up off waivers against Cleveland, not 9.5. Chubba Hubbard had, had 13. Now for Team Blake, um, he had um, Aaron Rodgers had 19, Dalvin Cook pedestrian was seven, Leonard Fournette was six. The Bengals defense against his his Jets team, 1.5. Um, Legendary Beehive was one of winning that game in, in in the going away fashion, 152.5 to 110.5. Going into Monday night's game. Um, Legendary B. Hobbs, he was down by uh, by 0.5 points, and he had Mahomes and Tyreek to, to play um, within the first five seconds of the game. Mahomes and Tyreek, and that ended any type of um, uh, any type of potential um, miracle for uh, for Team Blake. I got a chance to catch up with um, Team Blake um, after the game, and um, Legendary B. Hobbs got a chance to catch up with um, Team Blake after the game, and I asked Team Blake. What happened as your team got beat by such a wide margin by legendary B. Hobbs? Henny Stipples and, and Team Blake simple, sim, simply stated, Packers missing whole, whole wide receiver crew. B. Hobbs getting his use of touchdown luck. My score would have beat um, all but two teams this week. All right. And that's what um, Team Blake had to say about that. All right. And the next game we had... Um, Judge Zeke, Calf, and Montgomery um, against Conley Allen. Judge Zeke, Calf, and Montgomery came into the came into the game with a five and two record and, and top of the standings. Um, Conley Allen came in with one and six um, on life support. Um, Conley Allen actually came into the game as a seven point favorite, one twenty five projected, and Judge Zeke and Calf Montgomery. Um, 118 projection. I'm going to dive into this game a little, little take a close look into this game. Um, some key performances for Just Zeke and Calf and Montgomery. Um, Metcalf had DJ DK Metcalf had 22. TJ Hawkins had 18. Justin Herbert had 16. Zeke had 11. Now, um, Connie Allen had solid performances from um, Darrell Henderson 22. Um, Aaron Jones 23, and he and he wind up picking up Matt Ryan with seven off off in waivers because um, Zach Prescott um, was not eligible to play due to um, an in, a injury. And um, I got a chance to actually talk to both of the owners um, prior to the game, uh, prior to the Monday night's game, because going into the Monday night's game. Um, um, Judge Zeke McCaffrey and Camry had one, 107.5 and Connie Allen had a 100.5. So Connie Allen was down seven and he had the Kadarius Tony left to play. And Judge Zeke and Kathleen Camry had none. So Connie Allen came into the game with an 82% chance to win. 
So catching up with Judd Zeke and, and Kath Montgomery prior to Monday Night's game. And this is what I asked um, Reese. Reese, you are up 7.5 7. points and your opponent is playing Kadarius Tony, And he is the only one left to play. Kadarius has scored below 7.5 in three out of five games he has played. How you like your chance of winning this week? He simply, he simply stated, I hate my chances. It will be a miracle if I win. And I also had a chance to catch up with the um, with Conley Island, which is Mike, the owner, prior to the game, too. And this is what I asked. Um, this is what I asked um, Conley Island. I said, uh, walk me through your thought process, subbing out Darius Slayton and putting in Kadarius Tony. You are down 7.5 points, and Tony is the only one left to play. How do you like your chances of winning this week? And Conley Island said, I just debunked Tony is their, is their most explosive player, so hopefully he can get some points. The, the, only, the, the, only way, the, the only the way my season is going, I'm constantly optimistic 50-50. All right, so um, the game was played, um, and Kadarius Tony actually got six points. So Conley Allen actually had 106.5. And Judd Zeke and Kath Montgomery had 107.5. And so they won by, so Judd Zeke and Kath Montgomery won by one point. And I'm going to touch on that Kadarius Tony um, play in a little while in a later segment. I got a chance to catch up with um, Conley Allen after the game, after his, his heartbreaking one point loss. And this is what um, the question I asked him. I said, ask Conley Allen, your thoughts on what happened? Your thoughts on what happened? needing 7.5s to win and you got 6.5 he simply stated it was expected typical loss for Conley Island seems like a man defeated down knocked out I believe that just Zeke and Calf Montgomery just knocked Conley Island out with seven losses in a 13 13 game season I think his chances of making the playoffs is basically at a 1%. All right. And we had a few more other games um, this week. We had um, the um, the usual suspects. Oh, I'm sorry. I've already touched on you said suspects. We had, mus- we had Muscle Milk Magnesium. They played t- Team Chidium. Muscle Magnesium had 69 points. Team Cheatham had 97.5. Muscle Milk Magnesium with the 69 points. That might be a season low for the entire league. Some top um, performances for um, Team Cheatham was um, Joe Barrow had... um, Joe Barrow had... I'm sorry. Yes, top performances again for, for Team Cheatham. He had um, Derrick Henry really wasn't a top performance. Um, he had six points from um, Derrick Henry. DJ Moore he had he had nine, and um, he just had basically solid performances um, across the board. Um, for um, for Muscle Milk Magnesium, he had some guys that tre- tremendously tremendously um, scored very low. Um, 
He had um, Kyler Murray had had, had eight. Um, Emmanuel Sanders Emmanuel Sanders had zero. Kenneth Gainwell had two. Um, so um, a crushing defeat for Muscle McMagnesium as he was trying to get into playoffs. Playoff hunt rather coming into to the game with a two four and one record and Team Cheatham was in a three and four record. All right, the last game that we had um, was Team Must Warn It, which is Tayshon played um, Team Wagner, and believe it or not, the game was tied up at 100, 103, 103. Um, the interesting thing about that game is um, Team Wagner, he drafted Harrison Harrison Buck, Bucker, the kicker for the Chiefs, and he wind up dropping him, and then he stayed on the wire for a week or two, and then Tayshon wind up picking picked him up, the kicker, and actually um, Tayshon was 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 down um, eight points going into that Monday night game, and Harrison Buckler actually got eight and tied the game. All right, so those was the six games that was played um, played this week. Um, that leads me to the next next segment. Um, what were you thinking? All right. So let's start off with Young Conley. Um, young Conley, um, actually, he played. Actually, he, he started Jamal Williams, the running back for the, uh, for the Detroit Lions, who was inactive, who had zero. What were you thinking? And to make matters worse, he had Kenny Galladay in his lineup. For the uh, who played for the New York Giants and Kenny Galladay has pretty much has been um, inactive for, for for several weeks this season. He had Kenny Galladay, and then at the, in the ninth hour, he noticed that Kenny that Galladay was still in the lineup, so he wound up just just taking him out, put him on his bench, and leaving him at, at an empty spot. So he wound up having two zeros. He actually could have dropped Kenny Galladay during during the gaming and could have picked up John Ross. And got some points. So again, um, young Conley, what were you thinking? All right, let's go to Conley Island. Um, unfortunately for him, he has made this segment, I, I believe, twice. It may be two consecutive weeks. And we're going to focus on Kadarius Tony. Now, Kadarius Tony, he is the rookie wide receiver for the New for the New York Giants. Now, um, the Giants coming into this Monday night football game, Kadarius Tony, he was questionable all week. He was questionable because of his ankle, and some reports said he had a hamstring in hamstring situations, but we don't know how accurate that was. But nonetheless, we know he was um, questionable because um, his ankle. Now, Conley Island needed eight points to win. Need eight points to win and 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 to stay on um, life support for the playoffs. Eight points to win and, or, and seven points to tie. Now, I must report something regarding this. What were you thinking with Kadarius Tony? Now, Mike has Corey Davis. Okay, Mike has had Corey Davis, I believe, for the entire. Um, Season, I think he drafted him. Now, uh, Corey Davis wind up getting 14 points, and he was on Mike's bench. 
So Mike decided to start a guy who came into the game questionable all week, opposed to play Corey Davis. If Mike plays Corey Davis and he gets the 14 points, Mike wins the week. But he didn't play Corey Davis. He played Kadarius Tony. What were you thinking? Now, I can, can let me continue. Kylie Island, he actually was very high on Darnell Moody. So he had Darnell Moody on his team. He had him. He dropped him. He had him. And then he dropped him. Now, the last drop when he dropped him, if he keeps Dar- Darnell Mooney on his team, opposed to don't drop him, Darnell Mooney had 12 points. So he could have played a healthy Darnell Mooney and beat um, just Zeke Kath Montgomery. But nope, he, he did not play him. He decided to play Kadarius Tony, and then Darnell Mooney had 12 points. Again, Connie Allen, what were you thinking? Now, I'm not done yet. I'm not done yet. Now, Connie Allen actually picked up the, the Ernest Johnson off of waivers the week prior. And the Ernest Johnson, Johnson, he ran, he ran through the Broncos, um, ran through the Broncos um, line, and I think he had roughly 24 fantasy points. The week prior, I know Chubb and Kareem Hunt did not play, but this week um, Chubb came back. But Chubb came back and Hunt didn't play. But if you but if you've been watching the Browns play out all year, they pretty much play two running backs. So sitting on Mike's bench was Dearness Johnson, who got nine points. So if Mike plays Dearness Johnson opposed to Kadarius Tony, and then Mike actually would have won that week again. Um, Tim Conley, what were you thinking? All right, I'll move on to my next next segment, which is the helmet st- stickers. These are some some key key players that I um, that I saw uh, this past week um, for Team Wagner. Josh Allen, he had 294 yards passing, three touchdowns, and 32 fantasy points. Come on, somebody! Michael Pippen Jr. played for legendary B. Hobbs had. 10 receptions, 86 yards, 2 touchdowns, 30 points. Um, Hinkle McRinkleberry um, has Matthew Stafford, who had 305 yards passing, 3 touchdowns, 30 points. Come on, somebody. Usual suspects had 2 players that make the um, helmet sticker list. Tom Brady had, um, I believe, 375 yards passing, 4 touchdowns, 33 fantasy points. And A.J. Brown looks like he might be back. Back to A.J. Brown, 10 receptions, 155, one touchdown, 31 points. Come on, somebody. Now, the duds of the week. Um, the duds of the week. Um, Team Blake, um, Dalvin Cook had seven fantasy points. Uh, Muscle Milk and Magnesium had two people make the list. Emmanuel Sanders had zero. Kyler Murray had eight. The usual suspects had James Robinson before, even though it does not cost him. Does not cost him. Um, Team Must Warner had Nick Chubb that had seven. Um, and then those was my does of the week. All right, let's get to the, um, the next segment, which is the tier rankings. Um, after eight weeks, um, the tier one teams, um, let's start off with, um, Jordan Cheatham, um, tier one. These are the, these are the teams in tier one that, um, right now has been identified that are jockeying for a playoff position. And um, um, 
Jazik, I'm sorry, Jazik, yeah, Zubzik, um, Kat Montgomery again comes in with 62, and they come in with a one-game winning streak um, by beating um, Team Collin. I have the next team to meet, to, that's, that's in um, the Tier 1, is the usual suspects, and that's Corey. Um, they come in with a 62 record and with five straight wins. Now, team, um, the usual suspect scores has been very impressive. The last four-week scores is as follows. 140.5, 131, 131.5, 156.5. Now see why... Um, the use of suspects, Corey, why he had that, why he said those things when I when I interviewed him. And he said if we when we take care of business on our end, we give ourselves a great chance to win every week. All right, the third team to make make the tier one teams is legendary B Hobbs, who comes in with a five and three record. It's one last four out of five and a three-game winning streak. And then the last team that makes the um the tier one is Hankel McRinkleberry. What a five and three record, and he just won this past week. That um, snapped a two-game losing streak. All right, the next tier is Team Two, Tier Two. These teams are in the playoff hunt, knocking on the door at the playoff. Um, first team is Team Wagner with a four, three, and one record. They last game they had a tie. Um, the next team is um, Team Cheatham with a four and four record. They won the last game. They snapped a two-game losing streak. But it's going to be intriguing to see how Team Cheatham, the Jerry owner, how he progresses um, with the loss of Derrick Henry. And then the third team that meets the, the third team um, in, the, in, in, the tier, in, in the Tier 2 is um, Team Most Warranted. And they come in with a 3-4-1 record. And their last, in their last game, they had a tie. And then the next team in the tier two, it goes by um, Team Blake that comes in with a four and four record. All right, the last the last tier, the last tier is tier three. I'm going to start off with Young Conley in there. These are the these are the teams uh, uh, outside looking in to make the playoffs. Young Conley comes in with a four and four record, but Young Conley out of his, his last five games. He has lost four out of his last five. I have the next team in the, in the tier three record. Tier three is Harry Jordan, who comes in with a two, five, and one record, lost his last three. And then Muscle Milk and Magnesium comes in with a two, five, and one record. And last in scoring, I believe, at 100, 803 points. And then the last team in tier three is Conley Allen, which is a one and seven record. All right, so those are the those are the various tiers, and this is Legendary Beehives signing off with the Crew One Fifty One Fantasy Football Podcast. If not you, then who? If not now, then when? To get where you've never been, you got to do something you have never done.